Have you ever thought about starting a business or a membership? Our next speaker gives us all kinds of ideas on how to do that and where to start. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. Hey, I want to tell you that you're important to us, and I so appreciate your time and just giving me an opportunity to share some great speakers for you. And that's what we have today. So this is Destiny Cop. Hi, Destiny. How are you? I'm doing great, Lois. How? Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here with you today. Oh, great. I'm super <laughs> excited to have you, too. That's exciting. So tell us what you do. Yeah, so I will um, keep it kind of short here. So in my main brand, I help entrepreneurs create and sell digital products like online courses or memberships. I also have a couple other brands. One is called Hobby School. So kind of like a fun type brand. We do virtual summits in that. So people can learn, you know, their next hobby, whether that's gardening, crafting, or what have you. And also have an app where we have marketing templates and swipe files and really any type of marketing that you would need in your business. And we have an integrated, what we call an artificial intelligence AI writer in there to help people customize their content. So do you ever sleep? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I have my businesses set up. They're very systemized. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I have help. It's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start out. Let's start out with the course creating. Yeah. So okay. that's actually my favorite, quite oh, honestly. <laughs> so. How does one come up with an idea to create a course? So what I always say is, you know, do a little research internally. Think about what your expertise, your expertise is, your skill is, and, and what you might want to bring to the world and teach to others. So really, whatever you can, you can have an online course or even a membership on about any topic out there. So do a little research internally and also do some market research. So go to websites like Udemy. You can sign up to be an instructor. And if you do that, you'll get access to some of their back-end resources to conduct a little bit of market research. So you can go into their system, type in whatever topic you're interested in, and it will tell you how many people, like what the, what how many people are searching on it and also what the competition is on their database, but they're one of the biggest course platforms out there in the world. So they have a tremendous amount of data. So you can get a wealth of information from them. So, and also survey your own audience. You know, once you come up with some ideas, ask your audience, what would they like to hear from you? What would they like to learn from you? And that will also give you some really good feedback. Okay. All right. So I come up with my topic. What do I do next? So your next step would be to create your course outline. And we'll focus on courses. Memberships are a little bit different, but if you focus on a course, create your course outline. And this could be something very simple. And I generally tell people to start with what we call a mini course. 
And I'm sure a lot of you have signed up for a mini course, whether you realized it or not. But a mini course is really something that will give your audience a quick win. Doesn't have a ton of content. And quite frankly, with everybody's attention spans out there nowadays, they don't want a huge course that takes them weeks and weeks and weeks to complete. They want something that's a quick win and something that they can, you know, do fairly quickly. So it might be five steps you know, in your outline and you can, you know, basically outline what you're going to cover in those five steps. Now, the other thing that you'll need to consider or include in your course outline are any supplemental material that your students need to achieve the promised outcome of your course. So maybe in step one, you need to include a workbook or a cheat sheet. Maybe in step four, you're giving them, you know, you know, some, something else, but you get the, you get the drift there. The other thing you need to include in your course outline are what bonuses are you going to offer? And that's a step that a lot of people forget about, but when you go to promote your course, to your audience and to the to the world, um, having bonuses are one of the biggest selling features. And sometimes it might, you know, kind of push somebody over the edge if they're thinking about your course. So think about the bonuses that you want to include also, and make sure you have all of that outlined. And I use just a simple Google Docs to outline all of this. So super simple. So now am I ready to record and put it together? So basically your next step will be creating your course lessons. So I like to use Canva to do that. In Canva, they have a lot of presentation templates. In one of my courses um, that we offer, we have some templates there, but you can use Canva to not only create your course lessons, but also record them. Now, if let's just say you're doing a software, a demo of a software in your course, you can use Zoom, kind of like what you and I are on now and just do a screen share of it and just record that. People think it's, you know, oh, I got to go out and record and hire somebody to help me to record and do some fancy videos and, you know, edit them. And it, you really don't have to do that. And quite frankly, some of the best courses I have taken was somebody just walking me through a screen share of some type of, you know, system that I was trying to l- learn or somebody just created a, you know, a presentation in Canva and kind of walked me through their, their steps and they recorded in Canva, created in Canva. And it was super simple to do that. Well, I'm feeling pretty comfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> now, where am I going to put this course? Yeah. So the next step would be to figure out how you're going to deliver it to your audience. Now, there's a lot of online course platforms out there in the marketplace, There's some tried and true ones that have been out there for for some time. They might be a little bit more expensive or pricey. If you go to a platform like AppSumo, they might have a lifetime license out there or somebody who has an online course platform with a lifetime license. I'm a little bit, you know, you have to be careful about what you purchase there because what if they go out of business? So anyway, you can still do that test them out, try it out, figure out what you want to use. Some of the big ones out there are like Kajabi, Teachable, Think of It, Podia. I'm starting to use Thrivecart Learn. So I have a lot of my courses are on Kajabi. I also have Thrivecart as my checkout builder. And they recently, here recently, I think this past year, um, launched their course platform to it. So I love that. Um, not as, you know, functional as Kajabi, but it's 
free, right? It's included in my checkout, so I don't have to pay extra for it. So that's an option too. So now how do I tell the world about my course? So the marketing part can be, quite frankly, some of the most difficult, right? (laughs) So if you have an audience, if you have an email list, if you have a social media following, what you'll want to do is you'll want to take some time and kind of do what we call this pre-launch buzz. So get people excited about your new course, you know, start educating them about the content, the, t- the topic, if they, if they need that. And it depends, a lot, some of this depends on kind of where you are in your business and where your audience is, but also start talking about objections that they may have and start kind of working through all of that. I generally recommend, depending on how, where your price, your course is priced at, mm-hmm. you know, might you might want to start doing this four to six weeks. If you have a more expensive course, I would even give you a little bit more longer kind of lee- leeway there or runway there, I should say. Um, but once you're ready to launch it, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. And again, some of this depends on the price point of your course. Maybe if it's a lower price course, you can just email your list and have a cart open date, cart close date and say, you know, here it is. And, you know, have a sell sequence that you do. If it's a, a higher price course, and I generally would say anywhere, you know, a thousand dollars or more, I would do some type of webinar or a five-day challenge, or maybe even a video series, something that's a little bit more to help warm up your audience. Okay, it's it's a lot of work to put a course together. (laughs) It's a lot of work. It, you know, the positive part is once you get the course built and out there, you can sell it and sell it over and over again. Now you still need to go back and update it. Like I've had one of my courses out in the marketplace for over five years and I've updated it several times, but you know, it's been a really good revenue stream for me. Now, memberships, and I, I, if you give me a, if you want me to, I can go into yeah, a little please. bit more details about that. Um, memberships are a little bit more different in the fact that generally you're going to have that monthly recurring charge. So you can have a membership that's the, you know, kind of a a low cost, but very high value type membership, or depending on how much of you you're including in your membership, it might be priced a little bit higher. As an example, I have memberships or have been in memberships myself where they were only nine, $15 a month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in that, in that case, then, you know, you're in generally, and I'll explain what some of them might look like. You might be doing a private audio feed every week or sending people out an email template. That's one of the memberships that I am every single Monday. She sends out an email template that you can customize for your business. She gives you a little bit of training on how to do that. And you have your broadcast email for the week. So that's an example of a membership. Another thing I'll point out about memberships that are a little bit different from online courses. And I touched on it just a second ago, and that's the monthly recurring charge. That's one of the reasons why people like memberships, because it gives you a little bit more steady income into your business, right? You can kind of build it out. If you have a hundred members in your membership, 
course, there might be some ebb and flow there. Some people might leave. You'll have more people come in, but it's more, it's a more predictable revenue stream, or it can be a more predictable revenue stream. And I know I threw a lot at you there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and listeners can re-listen. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of other ideas might make good memberships? So that's a good question. And I will say that you can do a membership in about any niche that's out there. And I'll give you some specific examples and talk to you about some topics that might make a better membership versus a course. Um, So basically a couple ideas. If you have like, uh, let's just say you're in the gardening niche. And I know somebody who's, who does this and they're in this particular niche. So they're in the gardening niche. So they have a gardening membership. Well, they give people every single month, they give people tips depending on the season, kind of what's going on, give them tips, you know, on what they need to be growing for that upcoming season and that sort of thing. Um, that particular person also has a signature course that's related to homesteading. So more of a signature course, higher price course. I think it's priced at like $2,000. So they have the membership plus that in their business. So that's one example. Another example is somebody who helps podcasters. So whether you want to be a guest or if you have a podcast that you need guests on, so it's called the Podcast Collaboration Group. I'm actually in that one because I also host podcasts myself (laughs) in in that. So that's an example of membership. So I'm always looking for guest. So Mm -hmm. she has these monthly networking events that people go to, and she also has a database, a podcast. So that's an example of a membership that's podcast related. Another example I'll kind of throw out there. This is somebody I worked with years ago, and she's had this membership for several years and done very well with it. It's a Pilates and kind of a stress relief type membership. And she has around I think 175 kind of workouts that she has in this membership. She also does some live classes here and there, not every single week, but here and there. And she has a community with that membership. So that's another example for the kind of the health and fitness niche. Another example, and this is one that actually, it's funny you asked, I actually joined this this morning because one of the things I want to do is start eating healthier in the new year. This is a plant food membership. So this is one that I'm personally in. I just joined and they have like recipes you can go in and pull in and then they'll help you create your grocery list and they'll have the ref, you know, the recipes there and they'll help you plan out your entire week all around plant food. So there's some examples. Now I mentioned just a second ago that there are some kind of topics or niche areas that make better memberships than courses. And one of those would be if you help people with either like an app or software or even one of the social media platforms that is changing constantly. I've had clients and also people that I've talked to over the years are like, we can't, this this can't be a course anymore because it's changing too much. I can't update the course every single month. In that case, a topic like that, like maybe they're helping people with Pinterest or Instagram, that would make a better membership because it changes so much. So when the platform does a change, they can just, uh, you know, 
do a video letting their members know about that change and what it means for them. So there you go. <laughs> Whoa, those are a lot of ideas. I actually, <laughs> when you were talking, one of them came to mind in that I was online and somebody had a, a jewelry membership where you had, they actually shipped you a piece of jewelry every month. And I thought, well, I would never have thought of doing a jewelry type of thing like that. I have done so much research on this and I will tell you every single niche you can do a membership in. There's a ton of different opportunities out there. All right. Well, all right. Tell us about your um, AI programming. Yeah. So Hello Content is an app that I have recently launched. This is based on it's a lot of research that we've done, a lot of market research. And basically in this app, we have a library of content. So this would be for solopreneurs out there or people who have very, you know, basically small businesses, maybe they have a VA working for them, but they don't have a marketing team on staff. So, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. So basically what we do, we give them the marketing content. So they have, we have a content library out there and then they can use our integrated AI writer to help them customize it for their unique business. So some people out there might be familiar with like word here or Jasper or some of the other AI writers that are on the marketplace. So we have that integrated into the app so people can take that content and just modify it. Because content is king of Google. So that's something you want to definitely use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And just, you know, it could be any type of content really that we have in our app. You know, we have social media content, we have content that they might want to use to, you know, launch their online course. So like sales, emails, that, you know, that type of content. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Tell me about your hobby. Yeah. So hobby school is more of a, a passion project. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of fun, quite frankly. So what we're doing there every single month we do what we call a virtual summit, virtual online learning summit. So we get a bunch of speakers together related to a specific topic area. Like in February, we're doing a get organized summit. So as people start that spring cleaning, we have a lot of different speakers who are experts in that area coming together to kind of, you know, help people in that. We're doing a home garden and home cooking summits in April. So people who are interested in doing home gardens and they want to do that kind of that farm to table in their house. So we bring a lot of speakers in for that and they can learn from the expert speakers and the summit. Well, that's great. What was your, what has been your favorite summit? I probably, to me, for me personally, Mm -hmm. (laughs) probably the home garden and cooking. Not that I have a home garden, but (laughs) I aspire to have one (laughs) at one point in the future. (laughs) You can start out with one of those uh, grow light things to sit on your counter that can get you at least started. (laughs) That's kind of where I am. I'm in the container gardening Uh (laughs) part. Well, great. And how long have you had the Hobby Summit site? Yeah, so Hobby School started in the first quarter of this year. So oh, it's new. Yeah, so it's a very, very new business. (laughs) And, you know, people thought I was crazy. You know, we're about to go in a recession. You know, why would you start a business in a recession? Well, you know, I was crazy enough to do that. (laughs) So talk me through the process and how you got started. Like, 
you're getting all these extra people to do this summit. Where do you contact them? How do you organize all that? Yeah. So here's the thing. When you're start, when you're just starting out, like we are with hobby school, you don't have an audience. You don't have an email list. You don't have a social media following. And that's where we started. I did not have any of that. I didn't have the website. I didn't have the email list. I, so I started everything from scratch. So one of the first things I did was, um, one of the first things I did was start, put up the website and basically thought about the business model that I was going to use to launch this new business. Um, and I, I will tell you what we started with is not what I'm doing now. So what okay. I originally tested initially just didn't work or wasn't getting the results that I wanted. So what I started with was doing industry bundles. So the thought process was we would get experts in, you know, in a particular, you know, in particular field and do an industry bundle there. Now we got some sales and that, that was good. And I appreciate all the experts that we had that participated in that, but it really wasn't moving the needle for us in terms of growing our email list to where I wanted it to grow, or quite frankly, even bringing in the revenue that I needed it to bring in to, you know, basically grow this business. Cause I do have a full-time VA that works in this business with me. So I've kind of trained her on, you know, everything that she needs to do. So I needed to make sure I was not only covering her salary that I was, you know, making a profit there. So what we decided to do or what we transitioned into was doing virtual online learning summits. Cause I had done some virtual summits in my personal brand, my destinycop.com brand, and they had gone very well for me. And I said, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. And that's when we launched with the home garden and cooking summit. I said, I'm going to try it out, see if it works for hobby school. And it did. So basically, you know, we started growing our email list. We had a lot of great speakers and how we make money with this particular brand is we sell the VIP all access pass. So basically what happens is you know, the speak, because especially when we first started, we didn't have an email list to promote the summit to. So we were relying on our speakers to promote it to their audience. So they promote this free summit to their audience. So it's a great value, right, for their audience. So they don't mind promoting it all. And then any people who sign up for the summit, we split the commission with them. So they get 50% commission on the all access pass. So 50% goes to the speaker and then we get the other 50%. And that's how we make money. And that's kind of what we continue to do. We just did a bunch of different summits in different niche areas. And that's how we kind of got to where we are today. We have another summit that we're doing in January called the New Year, New Year Summit. And we have like probably, I think, around 30 speakers in it. So oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's all. So how long does the summit last? Just a couple of days. So the one in January will last for three days. So people can attend for free. Um, basically, what we'll do, we'll have, you know, the day one presentations go live in the morning. They're available for free for 24 hours. If they want them, if they missed it or if they, you know, 
they want to watch a presentation that they missed, they can always upgrade to the VIP All Access Pass, but they do have the opportunity to attend for free because we wanted to make it accessible to really people with all budgets out there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. I like that that business model. That was That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I decided to launch that particular business. And it's definitely been working for us. Oh, look at all these ideas, giant builders. You just <sighs> so many options here for you. <laughs> okay. Well, any closing thoughts? No, I just want to say if somebody is thinking about launching a new business and you are really struggling kind of, you know, what should I do or what, should, you know, what should I start with? What I generally suggest is start offering some type of service. So what, let you know, let's just say that you worked in HR, you know, one of the thing in your kind of your power, your superpower, if you would, you can help and coach people to that next level, to that next career level. What I would start do is just start offering coaching services, maybe helping people with their CVs or their resumes. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could do there. Doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Maybe you'll take that knowledge and kind of that base that you've built up once you get started and turn it into an online course or a membership or something else in the future. But really getting to know your ideal customer and how you can help them, there's not a better way to do that than offering some type of service or coaching or really having that one-on-one kind of interaction with somebody. So that would be my recommendation on getting started. You don't need a huge website. You don't need, (laughs) you know, any, any type of fancy type stuff. You can probably do it with just a one page website, but start your email list, do a one page website and go from there. And you will be surprised at how much progress you will make in a short amount of time. Yeah, those email lists are so important. And if you missed it, Giant Builders, we did an email podcast um, a couple of weeks ago. I'll, I'll share that with you guys. So, well, thank you so much. You are just full of information. Well, thank you, Lois, for having me. I, I love chatting with you. And if anybody wants to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm both places at Destiny Cop. So very easy to find me there. Of course, you can go to my my website and grab any of the free gifts that we have there also. All right. We'll make sure those links are below. So I already got all my free things. So just make sure you get yours. All right. Thank you, Destiny. You were wonderful. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Lois. All right, Giant Builders. See you next week. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.